Welcome to um, our Evil Dead special. An Evil Dead party we're having in here. Proper Evil Dead party? Yes. I can't think of a better party than an Evil Dead one. The only way that this party would be better is if Groovy Bruce himself is in attendance. I don't know if he would ever come though. He might, he might, I think one day, um, once we are proper big uh, names in the world of horror and uh, everybody's uh, talking about us and saying, have you heard what Scott and Lee done this week? Have you seen what new things they've done this week? And we'll be like, and then Groovy Bruce will be like, I ain't going to speak to these guys, man. And he'll be like, I'm doing a convention in the UK. Uh, I'm going to go and stop off up at um, Scott and Lee versus Evil headquarters and... That's where headquarters as well. Well, I think this is what this is called. When it's not Man Cave, it's... This actually it's, should be the Scotland Scotland versus Evil headquarters. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to paint that on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I like a mural. I'm going to get stuffed... I'm going to get stuffed versions of our heads on the wall. See the Queen's of Stone Age video? Yeah. Just that on the wall, and it says Scotland versus Evil. That would be quite cool, see if the tops of your shelves, you can hang them just like heads. If anyone knows how to make like fake stuffed heads, <laughs> you could probably get you could probably get like plaster of Paris, right, and then just like stick your face in it and just like, put two straws up your nose, right, so that mm-hmm. you can breathe, and then let it set, and then when that's set, then you just pour the mold in in the head thing. Would you have to use real hair for the beards and the eyebrows and all that? If we grow beards and that all the time. We could just shave. We just keep it every time you're shaving your your face pubes or your your pubes pubes then just put them in a wee bag and keep them and just your stick pu- them on. your pubes pubes yeah well your, your pubes in your pubic region or what your was face actually, pubes around the top I was actually going to put James's football trophies up there because I don't do sports so if I just steal his football trophies it makes me look I mean athletic. it makes you look athletic yeah but who are you trying to impress because everybody that comes in here knows that you're not so <laughs> you have to look around the room and see Kermit <laughs> Ted with a Chewbacca mask on yeah, I'm not fucking. Do you imagine funny. bringing people out of this room and there's just like severed heads up there just with the wee lights on them and people are like, what is going on in here? This guy's pretty but fucking serious. That's just the each of the victims. Yeah. But just don't even have names, just have the numbers. And don't explain them. Make them look really realistic. Have the light just barely touching them so that you can't really see that they're not real and then just um Just don't explain don't them. Don't explain them. What's, what's these the deal with these uh, trophies? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're my trophies. <laughs> just want to say trophies. All good SKs take trophies. <laughs> so, Evil Dead Party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just start at the start then. Uh, evil just, Dead 1. Do you know what? It's an Evil Dead Party, so let's just jump all over the place. Just jump all over the place, right? So I'll hear what I'm going to say, right? Evil Dead 1, that's that's the fifth wheel party that's going up to that cabin, isn't it? Aye. I mean, I mean why is that alright? I mean, I guess it is alright, but, I mean, for a holiday, is that alright? I don't think that's alright. Is it? Well, it is alright, of course it's alright, but. It's a cabin. It's a cabin in the woods. So if you're if you're kind of lonely and your pals are all going to a cabin in the woods to bang, whether you've got a bird or no, you're going to go. Aye. Or a boyfriend. A boyfriend. Or or whatever, whatever uh, orientation she is, she sits. Uh, she sits up there herself and draws pictures, isn't it? Well. Each <laughs> that's, that's what I do. He's uh, he was driving up those back roads like a loony. Did you see that? Yeah. Fucking maniac. But that's what I was also going to say, right? You know how, like, at the very start, they, they, they tell you, they act as if there's something already because, like, the steering just, like, pulls out the way, like, when they're driving, and he's, like, blames the car, but then they're, they're trying to give you the impression that it's, that it's uh, the evil dead already started, but... Is that I mean, really just after they, they cross the bridge, though? They are in the woods, no, because is that not before they drive past the other truck on the road when they're still on a normal road? They're just mm. in the woods kind of area. I mean, I guess, like, it's not confined to the cabin, it's in the whole area, but it just seems... I like, can't like, remember, I should, probably leave, bit, I should probably leave the evil dead part. It seems a bit cheap to me. Yeah. Written and directed by Sam Raimi. Yes. If you don't know who Sam Raimi is, then yeah. why are you even here? There's no, yeah. Although get, if, you, get if, the party. If, if, if you are here and you don't know who Sam Raimi is, let us tell you. <laughs> he is the director of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Um, Evil Dead. Dead <laughs> and Drag Me to Hell, which Drag was Hell, very yes. much like Evil Dead yes. in many ways. Like a comedy, horror, gore, fest. The the camera tricks, camera angles, the the noise, the sound effects. It was good, man. It was good. I liked it. He's also best friends with uh, Bruce Campbell from school, and that's why Bruce he's Campbell in is in this movie. And that's why, yeah, he's in everything. He's in all his Spider-Man cameos and stuff. And that's why Bruce Campbell's a star, because of Sam Raimi. And Sam Raimi's a star because he's, he is a star. You know? Bruce Campbell's a star because he's a star. Yeah, yeah it's true, true, true. Evil Dead 1, one of like, the fucking ultimate video nasties. I think, still watching it now, it still feels dirty and gritty. It makes me feel dirty watching it. Like, I shouldn't be watching this. I, um, it's just so nasty. 
Yeah, I I read a bit about it when I was when I was uh, when I was watching it to try and to figure it out. And it was two, I found it two different places. It was a budget of ninety thousand and a budget of one hundred and fifty thousand. I don't know which one was correct, but I'm not sure. It's still. Um, I think it was it would be the lower one because I think the shooting was a bit hellish for all. Uh huh. Yeah, he went he went about it in a way that um is, is becoming a, a more like a, a way I've read about perhaps more often these days uh, that you make a short movie first. To get investors interested to then mm-hmm. make your big movie just as uh, Can Evernote did with Baskin. Somebody made a short movie called In- Into the Woods, I think it was called, and um, it starred Bruce Campbell and potentially the fifth wheel from the first one. I think that's the same woman. I didn't. I don't know which actress is which, but one of the actresses from the original short movie came back for the actual Evil Dead. It, it, every time I watch, it, I just see it as Bruce Campbell and the rest of them. I, 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 yeah. can't, I well, can't differentiate between them I think I, I don't know if they any of them went on to be actors because it was all friends it was one of those kind of low budget indie stuff it was all kind of friends and family and everybody helped out in yeah. different roles as, as they're making it back then in the what, late 70s is that right? right. yep uh, 81 81 right just it, it's kind of horror as we know it now is in its infancy so I think a lot of people were maybe getting tired because Halloween came out, Friday the thirteenth came out, I think Nightmare on Elm Street came out, was that later? I think that was that was later, was it not? Eighty four. So they wanted something a little bit new and Evil Dead filled that gap beautifully. Just some new fucking zombie witchcraft thing. I mean is I mean is, is the original Cabin in the Wood story, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I would assume so. It's certainly yeah. most famous. Now watching it is completely full of tropes, but back then the tropes didn't exist. Would you um, stay in that cabin? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would as well. Right, I've got I'd a give it, I'd give it a coat of paint like the end of Calamity Jane. She's <laughs> painting it yellow and like, hanging the curtains up. What is that wee song? A click click here, a click click there, something on the stairs. The only something, song I really something, remember. Something, something, a woman's touch, a woman's touch, something like that. The only thing I really remember is. The dead was stage came <laughs> and it turns out I don't actually know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I could get mixed up with that and um, Seven Brothers. Oh, what cracker is I never. Unless that. you're beautiful, hide wherever you may be. Just talking about that woman's ass, cause that's a life for me. <laughs> <laughs> I that's actual words, but that's sweet. I guess it's made up. Yeah. Right, here's a question. You drive up to this cabin in the woods, right? Uh-huh. And your pals are all kind of already on the back foot. They're just standing watching you walk up to this the front door of this cabin that we drape. And the wind's blowing and the porch swings banging off the, the side of the house. And you're like, no, there should be a key somewhere because they said they'd leave the key on the roof of the, the door frame. So he's looking for the key, finds the key, and then the the, 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 the swing just goes bang, bang. It mm-hmm. stops. Right, so, you, so my question is, <laughs> would you put the... Um, would you put the key in the door and go on with your holiday or would you be like, fuck that, that's me, I'm out? I'd be like, that was quite cool. Let's go in and see what happens. No. Oh, man. And be see like, if we can bring my, the first wheel into the party. My, my, my horror movie would be short as mine because I'd be gone. I'd be him already with that. If that but happens. then when you go to go, the bridge is, the bridge is fucked. See, but would the bridge already be fucked by this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bridge, bridge is fucked as soon as they went over so. it. I like to think the bridge is the crossover between like the life and death type thing. Like the book's meant to be the passageway, I think it's a bridge. But, uh, but, yeah, could, yeah, it's not. It, 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 that's just my head. Yeah. But why is it so dark at ten to six? Daylight savings. Surely, like the, it wouldn't be that dark if they went in the summer. Though you wouldn't go the cabin in the winter, would you? It could be. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Do I, I'm not sure why. Right. Ask me where so they are sitting in this cabin, right, and they've they've kind of just kicked about. The electricity's running for some reason, and they're just kind of sitting about having a good wee time. And then the basement door just goes and flies open. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't out of there with the with the porch swing, I'd be like, "Fuck that! I'm out now." So would you not go down to the basement? What the f- would you? Would you go down to the basement? <laughs> to be the big man right now. To yes. be the big man I, right in now. Re- I, in I, in, in, in that life, situation. In real life, no, I just shut it back over and pretend it didn't happen. As I as I do in most problems in my life. Well, I've done a game where I wrote something down that uh, that I've not wrote any context, but I think that the the, um, the clip here, the woman's like saying. There's like an animal, so it must be either outside or in the basement, because it's straight up in the basement thing. And he and he says back to her, an animal, an animal, that's the stupidest thing. And I'm like, and I'm like, what the hell does he think? And I was like, oh no, he's just being a complete asshole, is what he's doing. Um, <laughs> he's, so he goes down into uh, he goes down in the basement and they're all shouting after him, Scotty. And I'm like, Scotty, man, so American. Isn't it? And I was like, yeah, I could I could never put. I know I like, but it's always my nickname on my old social medias and my Xbox name and all that, uh, St Scotty. But you couldn't Princess pull off. Scotty. <laughs> Princess. <laughs> you could you couldn't even, I don't think you can pull off a Scotty with an American accent Scotty although that Scotty T does it doesn't he I believe he's a dick he's a dick I 
can we just hurry up and get to the scene? This scene. The scene where she gets raped by the tree. Well, like, I watched <laughs> it with a, 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 pers- a colleague, should we say, so somebody who's not maybe familiar with these movies. So I'm watching this, so over two nights, I watched three movies, and every single one of them had tree rape in it. <laughs> I'm like, just have to sit there and just stare at the screen and just hope I don't get any questions fired by <laughs> I think the tree rape in the original was... A bit far. That was proper. Get, like, she was getting raped by yeah, that tree, man. That was when, it just shows you the branch like, going up and there's like, a snapping sound. I think Sam Raimi himself said I maybe went a bit far. Yeah. And that's why then in Evil Dead 2... It was just implied, isn't it? It was implied. Yeah. And then the remake, it was kind of feminised. And it was also... it was The branches were coming from another woman to a woman. A bit kind of... So it's like les- lesbian yeah, rape. yeah, was it? But it, because a woman it, can rape a woman. Yeah, no, what? <laughs> yeah, of course they can. Just the same as a woman can rape a guy. No, because it, it feminised it, it wasn't then as shocking. It was a different thing because because it didn't have it had an end. You know, like it was an entity that went in, like, yeah. like possessed her body rather than like it possessed her vagina. <laughs> I'm a good movie. <laughs> a possessed vagina. <laughs> She's like talking, ah, get out of me, you know. They're just like your lips flapping together. That was nice. It's like teeth, is it? No, the teeth, did, 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 did she talk out of vagina uh, and teeth, no? Uh, she didn't talk out of vagina. Vagina is bit. Just bit. Uh, but the, the other thing about the rape scene in the original is her screams turn into a bit of a, a kind of sexual moan, yeah. which is probably not really where this should have went. Yeah. Unlike the remake which was just violent screaming like this is fucking painful this is kind of what rape is yeah and I think the remake done it better than the original controversial well possibly for that scene I mean, I mean where can you go for it with that scene without have a lot of tree babies <laughs> yeah it's the next Scott and Liam movie tree babies <laughs> tree babies <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, when in, um, in Fantasia, when he smashes the broom down and it makes one of wee baby brooms, it's like you get raped off the tree and then you just... Um, you I'm make sick them. of Disney always getting there first. I know. Fucking Disney. Everything I think of, Disney get there. Fucking bastards, man. The pencil stabbing out of the leg. Oh, yeah, that was I good, fucking love it. Even now, watching that, the practical effects are brilliant. Right. You know you know it's not real. And I know, I can see by your face, you're going to point out about how oh, you can see your tube or you can see this. It's, it's well done. The, 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 the leg just all goes gooey as if there's nothing inside it, but it is pretty well done. I mean, I did. I think it is pretty good. Very well done. All the practical Jake, effects. Well, well I hope done. it is practical effects or somebody just got a wee bit lazy. You know how in the, in the original one when they're going through the Book of the Dead, Aye. there's a page that somebody in Korean has drew the Loch Ness Monster. I don't know if you noticed that. It's on <laughs> the left-hand so. side and it's just a wee Loch Ness Monster all green in a blue blue water. I'm like, why, why the fuck is that in there? Maybe that's actually within the Necromonicon. Very, very possibly, yeah. You know, also when they go down in the basement and find all the stuff, uh, there's a Hills of Ice poster on the wall. Uh, Professor Nobody was a was a fan. Yeah. Should we give anyone a brief, in case they've not seen the old days, just a really quick, they find, in the basement they find a book, they find an uh, audio tape, tape by like a, an archaeologist professor. Uh, no, Nobody, I think, I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, no, Nobody, I think. Who's found this book, the Necromonicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead, which is like a passageway between life and death. Yeah, yeah. between the kind of zombies other, other and other worlds, shit. yeah. And really quickly, shit hits the fan. So if you've not seen it, that's it, you're now in the picture. Yeah. See, I've just always <coughs> picked key scenes. I always pick key scenes that I remember rather than just watching. How about this key scene then when when they play the uh, the recording the first time and the recording just the sound the I mean that maybe that would be good to watch it in VHS for I don't know if we do we speak about VHS in this one when, when, oh, so, no, no so um I was I was debating earlier on with Liam whether the importance of watching it in VHS if it's just somebody trying to be cool or if it actually did have any benefit but watching this movie and and VHS the sound effects would be the, the sound quality would be good because you know when they turn the recording on it's so seventies his yeah, voice so and, it's like, and I'm like oh my god I can just picture the room he's sitting in recording that like with the with a brown jacket on smoking and a you know all orange and brown wallpapers and I'm like oh I wish I was there. It's actually a good skill Scott has. Just by your voice, you can tell the colour of your clothing. <laughs> yes, that's real. It's my superpower. <laughs> it's the worst superhero. Hey, look, 
I don't. I didn't choose my superpower. I just need to deal with it and the responsibility that comes from understanding what people's clothes. Sometimes the police ask me. They say, "Listen to this hostage call and tell me what the guy is wearing and what it looks like." And I say, "Well, he bought his t-shirt at Top Man. It's one of those mm-hmm. deep V's, and uh, he's wearing a pair of skinny jeans. But then everybody's wearing them these days. But what he is wearing is um, those Australian suffered beads on his arm. But he's got them tied. He's got three of them tied together, and he's got them around his neck, and he looks like a massive. You've just described me. I mean, I so, cool. so how did that hostage situation turn out then? Uh, Alright, the, <laughs> the heads are actually up on the shelves, the trophies. <laughs> you know how he gives a necklace? This necklace uh, turns up in the first one, it's still thinking the second one, and a very close looking variation is in the remake, but the one he gives on the original, it looks like one of those shite hologram things you would buy in bad yeah. museum gift shops, doesn't it? Or even one of those machines that you put a pound in and turn it comes out in a yeah. ball. Awful. I love those machines. See when they throw the Necromonicon into the fire, it kind of melts them all and it looks slime. I like seeing when I watched that when I was younger. I fucking loved it. Now, alright, those effects aren't as good. Yeah. But it's just such a good movie. No, it is a cracking movie. I want to question Fifth Wheels again. I'm just reading my notes <laughs> as they are. That's why I'm, I'm kind of That's keep, right, keep is going it? back. Do you know what? If you're, if you're thinking, oh my God, these guys are jumping everywhere, then that's what that's happens just, that's at a party. That's what we do. Maybe you don't go to parties and you don't know that sometimes a guy just walks into a room and just fucks shit up. Yeah, you always find me in the kitchen though. That's all the action happens in the kitchen. That's why you just read through your notes casually, like an old man, and I'll come in and fuck your party up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Shit in the kettle. Right, see how uh, Fifth Wheel hears a noise, right, Um, in the middle of the night, and what does she do? She goes straight outside to investigate. So see, even before, right, they're not entirely sure that this is just before the tree rape, right? So she's not entirely sure what's going on. We don't really know if there's any, what the actual haunting is yet. It could very genuinely be a bear or a wolf or a fucking hyena or a coyote or something like that. She's just going out into the, into the woods. Question, if it was you out in the woods, would you draw me a bear or a coyote or a rapey tree? I probably would prefer not to be raped, but then at the same time I'd probably prefer to be alive after it, so... So you would deal with having to actually explain to people that, yeah, you were raped by a tree. But then, does, does the rape come with the demonic possession afterwards, which ultimately potentially leads to death anyway, so... Well, let's just say the tree's just raping you. I mean, that's it. That's where it ends. Yeah, get I'm a taxi, the, fucking off. I'm left with the, the, the feelings of... of the tree babies. ...shame and, and the tree babies as well. Yeah. I think I'd probably take a coyote, a bear. I think you'd absolutely get your front kicked. And really, it was actually just two choices. It was bear coyote. Together? Yeah. Oh, I definitely raped half a tree. All right, I definitely raped half a tree then. Because there's a chance the bear coyote hybrid could rape you as well, and then you're just right up shit creek. Bear coyote. Yeah. A bear coyote. Half bear, half coyote. Aye. Quite fierce. Yeah. Like about another movie. Bear coyote. Bear coyote. Copyright. Scotland does zero. <laughs> Um, um, I've got a note here that I'm not going to say out loud, so he's not going to, you're not going to hear it, but I will let him leave. read it. I'm not going to read it. No, read it in <laughs> Read it in yourself. I, I am not saying that. Do you know what? Um, There's been a few moments in the past few weeks where I've actually come across as possibly quite misogynistic, which we're not. It's just when we drink, we stupidly say things that... We, we, think, think, funny. we, we think, think they're funny. We think they're seen as jokes. And, and hopefully they are. Yeah, we don't really think about it. That <laughs> <laughs> is something that we're not going to say. Uh, Linda's decapitation with the shovel. Yeah, and this, that is an Evil Dead 2. No, this no, is exactly. also in this one. Evil Dead 1. Yeah. He decapitates her with the, sho- the shovel and the body falls onto him and it's just pouring blood all over Bruce Campbell's face. Yeah. And then the head's just laughing kind of like maniacally in the corner. Oh, Even yeah, when yeah. I was younger, I thought that was hilarious. Aye. No, I thought that, that part was kind of creepy, does it not, though? It's meant to be, but I just, I liked it, the head was just laughing, but I, I was kind of messed up as a child. It's quite, but see, like, at some points as well, like, I was, when I was watching it, like, when you get to that whole part, I was like, it's quite a racket, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah. It's quite loud, it's quite screamy, and I think the, I think the majority, certainly, though, action scenes were all sound dubbed afterwards like none of it's actually recorded sound on, on site I, I think. think there's a because obviously the poor quality yeah. and the low budget yeah it is, yeah, it is quite screechy but then Evil Dead 2 where she gets decapitated Evil Dead 2 is a bit of a remake a bit of a reimagining yep it kind of it takes the in the first kind of half or you know quarter maybe first however long it takes the original story from Evil Dead 1 only it only takes Ash and his girlfriend rather than have the other two characters with the other three characters with him and it just plays through the start of the possession but then it follows on from the professor's daughter comes with two or three people with, with her to then 
know something about what's going on and, and they then have to go and fight it, which ultimately leads them into But Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead 1 was more like it was meant to be a horror. Yeah. Whereas Evil Dead 2 is pretty much flat out comedy. There are scary bits in no, it. No, there's not creepy bits in Evil Dead 2, yep, yep, absolutely. There's definitely but still, I'd say Evil Dead 2 is still comedy. To us, Evil, well, Army of Darkness is my favourite, but I prefer Evil Dead 2 to Evil Dead 1. And I think Evil Dead 1 is brilliant. <laughs> So I just fucking love this whole series. I think no, I think um, it's it's one of the ones I always go for Evil Dead Two and watching Evil Dead One uh, the other night there like I, there was a lot of scenes that I forgot like when when he chops up um, chops up one of the girls and ch- chops up any bits of an axe I think it is and it's just like the the limbs are there and somebody's just shaking them and they're supposed <laughs> to be moving and I'm like that's like the practical effects and the chopped up body mm. are tremendous it's yeah. it's it's just uh, it's a fun watch it's it's uh, it's really oh, really fun oh, and a fun watch yeah Evil Dead Two do you know the only reason they done that at the start like they had the majority Evil Dead One condensed until like the first 10-15 minutes is because the distributors still had the rights and wouldn't give them up so Sam Raimi and I just thought fuck it we'll just film it again right. but like a really condensed I like, into, I like stories like that to find so. out was things that happened and reasons why they, they did that only like, good quotes come in Evil Dead too. yeah but, did you know he used a lot of fake shemps in Evil Dead 1 Actually, shemps? yeah what the fuck's a shemp a, fa- a shemp is what an, uh, filmmakers will use if they need to go back and reshoot scenes that don't involve the actor's face so they'll just use a body double to shoot arms and legs and silhouettes and stuff and he used his brother Ted Raimi for a lot of Ash's uh, shemps Dead Jamie also appears in Army of Darkness yeah. at the end scene. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but I noticed that um, when I was reading about it when I, while I was watching it and uh, I read about the fake shemp thing and then at the end in the credits it said fake, actually credits fake shemps and there's a list of like 20 people. Oh really? Uh, loads of them. It's pretty cool. I like you go through your notes because I fucked up your party again so you keep reading and right, I'll I'm come just, in and I'm just going to finish up uh, Evil, Dead, Evil Dead 1 here and uh, just that wee kind of paragraphs I've written down the practical effects on a little to no budget are brilliant uh, this movie is often forgotten to the second as the second one trumps it as we're about to go well, more in detail on it but it is a fun movie um, this movie is an absolute cult classic I dressed as Ash for Halloween once and it was brilliant really? yeah I made a, a, made a chainsaw that went over my hand like, but yeah. I thought it went all out and I kept it in the flat for, for ages and then I, th- I just threw it out I don't know why I did that um, I couldn't find any pictures of me dressed up as Ash by the, the denim shirt uh, with the thing with the sleeve off and just covered Did you just one. do it on like a, a Wednesday night in the house yourself? Or were you Halloween, outside? obviously. <laughs> Aye, but did you go out or were you sitting in the house yourself? No, I went to a party. Was there anyone at this party? Yeah. How is there no photos then? It was, they were on like, like MySpace or fucking Bebo or something. It still exists. Oh, I didn't take photos. I don't take photos when I get... Drunk. <laughs> yeah, too drunk, eh? This movie spawned two great movies and then, a, you know, eventually a remake and now a TV show as well. Now a TV show and three video games. Yeah, and video games as well, eh? Evil Dead, Hail to the King for PlayStation 2000. It, no, PlayStation in the year 2000. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck PlayStation 2000 is. Evil Dead, A Fistful of Boomstick for PS2 and Xbox in 2003 and Evil Dead Regeneration PS2 and Xbox 2005 mm. I only played Fistful of Boomstick and all you did was just run around killing zombies it, yeah and every like minute he would say another catchphrase <laughs> and then after like five catchphrases it would go back to the same one <laughs> and yeah it was hilarious <laughs> I feel as if it would be like Bart Simpson playing that golf game you are in the parking lot <laughs> do you want to play again <laughs> you have selected no <laughs> Uh, I give the first one eight creepy skin bowls out of ten. I don't know if, what a skin bowl is. For what it is, I give it a yeah eight. Yeah, it is. It, it, it I can is. hate a game with you. No, <laughs> okay, it upsets me. A wee part of me dies every time I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Because so many you just, your opinions upset me. But you just know that I do speak the truth. No, it's just because you. I'm like first. I'm like uh, I'm like uh, the second company of Jesus. No. If if Jesus reviewed horror movies. Or discuss horror movies. I don't even refuse them. Discuss them. Are <laughs> you a bit ahead of yourself? Yeah. <laughs> there is no English degree in my background. So I can tell you that. Evil Dead Two, Dead by Dawn, brilliant film. All the good catchphrases come like groovy when he loses his hand or his hand gets possessed. Yeah. A bit like Idle Hands, which is another fucking oh. brilliant film. His hand gets possessed. He cuts it off. He has a bit of a kind of Tom and Jerry scene. Chasing the hand. So then die, like, run a bit like thing for them or something. Guy goes to get in the mouse hole, gives him the finger. <laughs> I found that fucking hilarious when I was younger. And then attaches a chainsaw to his hand and he says, Groovy. And it's. 
What a legend. Imagine thinking about that. In in this movie, he's older, but his girlfriend is way younger, and he calls her kid. It's because it's Bruce Campbell. All right, that's fine. That's cool. He can do what he wants. That's all right. Also, and they've changed the story about why they're in the cabin, and why do you think it was okay to trespass for a holiday? It's kind of like, what was that other movie we watched when they just went into the into the cabin and just stayed in it? Uh, Zero Boys. Aye, yeah, and they just get into the cabin and just, like, just, just sat there saying it's alright. It's like, aye, nobody's, nobody's ever coming back here. Who the fuck do you know that? If you were in the cabin in the woods and you went up and there was just, like, teenagers there, but three of them were quite hot, what would you do? If I went up and there was teenagers yeah. and three of them were quite hot yeah. and they were in my cabin, yeah. I'd probably t- chuck them out. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you do. Aye, so the same thing can happen again, and he finds the record player and he play or the tape recorder and he plays it again, and then the voice comes out again, and it gives you a bit more detail this time on who the guy is because we're going to explore that story in the in the Evil Dead too. But he says the inscription is, and it's like Kundar Estrata Mondos Nosferatus Kandar Amatus Kandar. Now I can say that because it's not like the devil inscription you tried to say. And in it's my not- house. Because, is that why you've done it now? No, because when you play the movie with the sound on, you're saying it in your house every time, so it clearly is not real. Obviously, no, it's not no, real. No, they time to try to curse the man cave. They try to <laughs> curse Scott and Liam versus Evil Headquarters. Headquarters. I suppose that'd actually make it quite cool. Yeah, just some deadites floating about in the corner. We should, uh, we should do a couple of incantations. Just I might do a pentagram in the wall. Why? Why not? Some candles. See what happens. Just have Ouija boards kicking about and. Um, well, they're all be fucking it. raging though. Yeah. We'll keep her out of your man cave. No, well, no. where can we go? Oh, no, I'm just checking. I just, you know, sometimes people have rules on who's allowed in the man cave and who. I do rule. To be honest, my rules are actually nobody's allowed in the man cave. <laughs> I, I got it. Oh, I, but I made it just so everyone could come around. So that's the big fun. padlocks on the door for yeah. the inside. And right? we could, we could yeah. have fun in this muffled <laughs> soundproof room. And then I realised I don't actually quite like people, and I don't really want anyone to. <laughs> so. Um, right, another question. You know who you were talking about? Uh, obviously, in, in the first one, he cuts off his girlfriend's head with a spade and whatever else. Yeah. Uh, so, and it happens in the second one as well. And I, that's what I've written it down, and that's what I've noticed it. But it'd be that easy to cut somebody's head off with a spade? I suppose it just depends how hard you hit them. How hard you swing it. Hmm. Spades are actually quite sharp if you get a good one. I, sp- I suppose I. Because you need to cut to the And cut. if you swung it, nah, it probably wouldn't go through. No. The way that is. Aye. I mean, if you put it down, if you put it on the ground and put the spade down and like used it as a spade, like with your foot yeah. on the end of it and pushed it in, you could cut a head off. I don't know if you could do that though. It, it would. But emotionally and physically, it would be it would be a pretty pretty brutal and pretty rough. But you could surely, if you're going to actually try to cut somebody's head off with a spade, you're emotionally and physically fucking going anyway. <laughs> you're, you're already in that yeah. that space, I think. Um, also, in Evil Dead Two, there's deepest fuck puddles in the woods. You know when he falls into that one puddle, yeah. it's just it's like actually like a wee swimming pool. Hold on, back. He cuts her head off in this one, and then he puts her head in a vice. Yeah. And she becomes that's the it. old wonder, and she starts talking to him. Yeah, to try and trick him. That's later on. And he actually it. believes it. And then the body runs. <laughs> he tries to find the chainsaw. That's actually the body runs in. The naked, headless body runs in with the chainsaw. That's just like a that plasticine. Actually, that is actually my favorite. I've written that the headless body with the chainsaw is fucking fantastic. It's a short scene, but it is amazing. It's so good. And he quickly, quickly knocks it back to um, chops itself in half, and it's just running about <laughs> banging into everyone. See, I thought like I'd love to have been in the cinema when this came out. Uh, 1987 was Evil Dead 2 I'd love to be in the cinema and actually seen that and seen the reaction Lena got me tickets for my birthday last year to go to the GFT and see Evil Dead 2 yeah. she surprised me and it was like the back of 11 and you know what I'm like after I've had a drink I just fall asleep I'm about 10 minutes in I fell asleep <laughs> and showed me up at the end so did you, I think you didn't enjoy that I was like I'm so fucking gutted I've just slept through the full movie but as shit happens in old I age. You see that in the, in the in the big screen man. That scene is that scene is is so perfection weird. to me. Just that I love that. It's got Barbie doll. It's not watching Barbie doll. It's it decomposes really quick from like because the head's still kind of all right, but the body's like decomposing. It's only been in the ground for like maybe like two hours at the most. How how quick does the body decompose? It, not as quick as that. <laughs> Um, right, so you know how when the, the things chasing him or when he comes back so he gets up out the puddle when he's been he, he, in the second one he kind of flitters with being possessed himself but I think that's to show that he is stronger than the derelicts because he keeps coming back so he comes, so he walks back to the uh, the cabin and you notice that it looks like a skull from the front 
This happens to yeah, every time you yeah, see the movie yeah, on the screen. Yeah, yeah. So the skull, and then there's these really crude white stones. It's like the step at the bottom, but it's like the teeth, and it looks like a skull. It's critical. But then the evil chases him into the into the cabin. And why the hell are some of the walls so far spaced apart? Like there's no insulation in there. He's actually in the walls. Like that cabin should not be that big. You're asking questions that don't need answers. <laughs> I okay. do. I need the answers to these questions. Uh, what's your next note? Uh, I'm just skipping through to, to get to an actual good one. I yeah, when his hand gets possessed, why does it speak? Where the hell is this vocal cords in the in the hand? Now I'm I'm being critical of these scenes because yeah, that's just what I do. But I do know. love this movie. I don't question it when I'm watching it just because I'm writing these down. It's like squeaking away and making noises and making reactions. Like how does it speak? Because oh the muscles the muscles maybe squeak mm-hmm. if it rubs it off the bone certainly. I don't know, but what I did like is when he does Fuck cut it off skulls. and he puts the he puts the bucket on top of it and he puts the and he puts the, the book farewell to arms on yeah. top of the bucket. Uh, it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's funny. See when he starts really fucking losing his mind, and like the big stuffed deer head, the start eyes laughing. Will start laughing. The lamp starts. Laughing. <laughs> he starts moving with it. He starts laughing and he's just like losing his mind and just laughing like completely cathartic. Like do you know, sometimes when you're in a crazy situation, you just go out for like, if everybody's laughing, you just yeah. ah! <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're laughing at. You just feel like a fucking maniac. Gotcha, didn't I, you little sucker? I don't know how I feel like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I've witnessed you a couple of times. I, that's you know, why I think this movie's a comedy. Oh uh, yeah, no, there is a lot. Of, there is a lot of comedic elements uh, to it. And then after, like after that, when they come back in, because um, after that scene that he shoots through the door, and that's when their new characters come in, or like we've met them a couple of times already. But that's when they reach the cabin, and when the hillbilly walks in, and he comes in, and all I can think when he shows up and takes his jacket off is, "Do I want a pair of dungarees?" <laughs> I think I might want a pair of dungarees. I don't know, you know if I'd ever wear a pair of dungarees, but I just there's just something about hillbillies that I... I'm, I know that you really want I, to be one. I know, and it's not really that cool. Like, the actual the idea that I honestly can't go over the fact that I think, like, Connie Boo Boo and Mama June's life is looks good when I watch it on that programme. Total trailer trash. 18 kids in one room. <laughs> and 18 stone as well. You still that major moonshine. I know, I was actually looking for, uh, I watched Lawless on the telly the other, the other night there, and then I was looking for, um, because it comes off with a wee kind of, a wee hillbilly song called yeah. White Lightning at the end of it, and I was like, I wonder if I could actually get like a White Lightning recipe, like a proper White Lightning recipe. But the thing is, when I looked them up before, I just said, if you make this, like, you you might go blind. Warning, blindness. Could... Yeah, but that's only if you make pure alcohol. I bet, I'm, there's a good chance that that could happen. No, if you do it right. I'm a good cook, so maybe I'm a good brewer. brewer. <laughs> I think you should just fucking do it. I've got the I've got the kit. Sandy got me the kit for Christmas one year, and I've just not even made like it's, and it's the starter kit that shows you how to make beer as is. So I've not even made beer yet. So I really need to do it because basically what I'm worried about is that I don't clean it or I mess it up. I really, I really need to make sure everything's all clean. Did you work at a hospital? No, I know, but um, it's just getting it started. Plus, then it says it all for like four weeks. It's got a sulphur smell off it and lawnmower like farty eggs in this. Just tell her that you you've had a really bad diet and you're, maybe you're going through something. Maybe put it in the shed. Shed should be warm enough. I think. Just get it insulated. Oh, mm. you need to do it. I know. I'll, I'll we do should it. actually do it for the next live stream. We test your moonshine, moonshine for the live. first time. We'll be like fucking shoe nice, man. But it could be hilarious, or people could just watch us die. They could also be, They could also be there to phone uh, the ambulance should they need to. Did you hear the live stream the other night? None of them are going to phone an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely none of them are going to do that. They won't. They absolutely won't. Uh, the Demon Henry is like. It's one of the guy's mums. Ah, it's the she, girl's mum. It's the, the archaeologist's wife. And she's screaming at him, eh, I'll swallow your soul, I'll swallow your soul, as you heard at the start of the episode. Dead by dawn! Dead by dawn! And Bruce Campbell just says, swallow this. Oh yeah, and that's right. Shoots in the face. Fucking brilliant. I'll swallow your soul! I'll swallow your soul! I'll swallow your soul! <laughs> swallow this. The, the one-liners... And Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead Two alone make it outstanding. You know how when they walk in and uh, the the archaeologist's head like floats in like a bad projector, like Zordon for the Power Rangers, and he's just floating oh, in front yeah. of them, like uh, Marlon Brando and Superman. He says to them, "Read the passages, dispel the evil, save my soul." I mean, he doesn't fucking ask much, does he? <laughs> 
<laughs> I want my floating heads just to ask for specific. You know how when uh, they're running back to the cabin and the hillbilly gets shot? Oh, he gets stabbed in the back with the. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, in this one, she stabs him by accident, thinking he's somebody else when he comes in the door. So he falls in the door frame, and then uh, possessed ashes try to come back in. She just she literally slams the door on the middle of his body about twelve times. She pulls him in and then she slams the door on his feet about twelve <laughs> times. I'm like, you deserve to be to join them, hen. You deserve to go to, on the on the other side. That's that's See, just. I read about where Ash lifts the hillbilly Jake up in there. <laughs> and throws he him does that tree. a few times. See between that and the Friday the Thirteenth tree kill, it turns out that I really fucking love violence with trees. <laughs> I love it. Not so much the tree rape. Rape, just the, the violent, the tree violence. Just because it's not nice to like that. But I like a lot of fucking tree violence. Because <laughs> it's weird for living next to the woods. Well, it is. Then the woods is a creepy. I always think the woods is a, is, a scary, is a scary place. But then if you want to be on the woodsy side, like, ah, oh, yeah, it's bad, fuck at them, so they don't hit you. <laughs> so just you dressed as a tree. <laughs> Anyone of the trees screaming, yes, I'm. <laughs> Throwing acorns at folk. Um, you know how like one of the times when uh, one of the the guy that comes in when he gets possessed, and um, I'm sure it's the second. I'm sure it is the second movie, and he runs over and he just like kind of chops down her hair and he comes out. And he just got like a wee mouth for hair that he just pushes in his mouth because <laughs> it's a fake face he's moving. Everyone, I've said to talk about that scene because I love it. Oh yeah, when he comes in and and Dead Eye Ash picks up the chain like the the necklace that, that's uh-huh. through it. That's did you notice that the the chain's actually in a skull shape as well. You know, it's that. his hand could have covered it really quickly, but it's, it's turned into two wee eyes and it's in a shape, and then the wee skull, the wee uh, necklace things at the bottom, and then obviously that brings him back to real ash again. And then you get the when he goes to that's when he goes to set up the the chainsaw, and he says groovy. And I was like, we need no more. Names. It's just such. That's all you need. All the one liners are brilliant. Although I did actually write more against groovy after I said no more needed, and I question the logistics of the chainsaw. How would that work? Like you just cut a hole in it and just. If you, cut, if you cut a hole in it in your stump, if you put it in, if your muscles and tendons then fuse with the workings inside the chainsaw, technically by like moving your index finger, you could be working the trigger or the, the wire that is connected to the trigger of the chainsaw and you could be, you could be using it. No. Hey. Well, I, you'd, need, you'd need more kind of Star Wars style like um, mechanics to, to work that out. He just literally just yeah, maybe he's been possessed, so maybe, maybe Satan gives you gives your nerves like these weird powers that fuse to the machinery, and work it. Mm. Does he work it with his own arm, or does he actually? Because I can't remember. Does he start? No, he, it? he starts it because he clips it on his his chest that, and he and it's, he's got a wee clip for and the, so the drawstring. So he's just so, to hold it. That's all it is. It's just holding it. Yeah, well then, yeah. All you've got to do is fucking put some glue around your hand, put it in a hole, and you'll be fine. Uh, I was trying. I was. I was going completely sci-fi. Like, well, not sci-fi. I was going in a different world there, where I thought his actual tendons. It was part of his going. body. He was like a, a mechanic humanoid. Well, if, you could, if you could train human nerves to, to fuse to, work, to, to fuse to mechanical objects. I think. I think you could. Stem cells. There you go. No. So if you get stem, yeah. Stem cells, and some welding, welding technologies. Wait, probably probably will potentially. I don't. I'm not cutting my hand, my hand off to test it for you, but definitely. Um, I've <laughs> just waited to you because fucking your mentioning. <laughs> I'll convince you to do it. See at the end scene where they say they're the right passages to to bring instead of banishing them, they bring the the evil face to face. Like uh-huh. comes out. Do you know? Think it's just like a big massive like belly end that just pokes through the thing and, like, yeah. comes in and he stabs it right in the Jap's eye wait is that racist I can't say Jap's eye can I right in the <laughs> right, right, right in the pee hole and um, I don't care if you can say or not because that's staining <laughs> and right in the pee hole and, uh, and that's how he kills it but then obviously it opened up she does say the whole passage and it opens up the portal to another world or a, it's a really a different time and he gets sucked into the, uh, the what is it 1300s or something yeah. like that. hail he who has come from the sky to deliver us that's what it lands in, didn't it? With the medieval guys when the uh, so now we're into Evil Dead Three: Army of Darkness, which Sam Raimi wanted to call the Medieval Dead, which I think is fucking genius. That's aye, that's probably better. Uh-huh. What would you give Evil Dead Two? I would give Evil Dead Two a. I'd give it nine dancing oh, corpses oh, out of ten. I agree with you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even going to rate it because I don't want to agree with you. So Army of Darkness. Hey. This is probably my favourite. I have I didn't catch up with this one uh, when I was watching, so I'm just going to go with memory. Uh, but it is enjoyable. Uh, it's not my favourite, so you'll be happy to not agree with me. I don't like the scenes that I remember. I don't. Well, I do like them, but I don't 
have any rush to go back and watch them, such as the the mini ashes and the the windmill. <laughs> the, uh, and to, to be honest, there's a lot more that I, I can't really. Make. And then and then the Jason and the Argonauts style like uh, skeletons. Skeletons. Ah, I liked them. It's all part of his charm. I think I really liked about like at the start where he's got a gun and folk are like, oh, "What's that?" He's like, "This is my boomstick." Yeah. I had that as my Facebook cover photo for fucking ages, and I made it myself. For that arrogance, I shall see you dead. Yeah. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! The 12 gauge double barreled Remington, S Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right, shop smart. Shop S Mart. You got that? Now I swear. The next one of you primates even touches me. Yeah! <laughs> I, 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 there was, I saw some good one like this idea. And there was a lot of good kind of, kind of story. And that's what I thought was interesting as well, because if you go from one, two, three, okay, one and two are essentially the same movie, but two is obviously like another, got that comedy element to it. Um, and then three is a is the same story, but it's a completely different movie again. And I it's think not all the movies kind of they're seconds apart. Like you could watch them, not not so much one and two. If you took away that start bit, yeah. I mean, and then Ash is possessed. It runs in in sequence. Yeah. But even at three, I thought it was just it was fun. Nah, it was, was, was kind of Monty Python and the whole yeah, yeah, there was, there was, was yeah, there was a lot of that kind of, yeah. and then obviously the the stop motion animation with the um with the the army battle with the skeletons and whatnot as well. But it, it was it was fun. I mean, there was a lot of good good parts in it. I don't know how much you've got. He fights the witch and <laughs> oh yeah, because he goes down into the 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 pit of the well, isn't it? That's yep. it's like almost like the puts the shotgun on his shoulder and fires behind him, blows a like head clean off. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, Bruce Campbell, you are a fucking hero. It's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty suave. Did you know the original ending? Can you remember the ending? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, there's, a, there's all an ending, isn't there? Yeah, I think I've the, seen both. The original, well, the ending in the movie is that he wakes up, oh well, he takes a potion, and then it's like modern day S-Mart, and he's telling Ted Raimi all about how he was the king, and they viewed him as a king in this medieval time because he was killing all the yeah. fucking deadites and there's then another deadite appears she starts talking shit he kills her and the girl comes up and he just like he's like hail to the king baby <laughs> and gives her a winch sure I could have stayed in the past could have even been king but in my own way I am king hail to the king baby it's a good scene, but apparently Sam Raimi fucking hated it, and he didn't want that. It was a shadow who wanted that. Yeah. And the original ending was meant to be, see how he's got, I think it's like six drops. Yeah. He's got to take the potion. He takes five, and then he gets distracted, and he takes five, six, and then wakes up in like post-apocalyptic London, and just starts screaming about how he slept too yeah. long. And then yeah. it ends, and that would go well with the first two movies because they both end really fucking quickly. That's yeah. the it should in the series that's the way it should go it ties in with it rather than that I like the Hail to the King Baby yeah. episode uh, ending I mean, just because of that you've got your two like you say like you, the first two movies end bleakly but then you've that's you've also got then that's the finished round story that you've got that happy ending which like you look for as a whole three movie series or you can you also have the bleak ending you can you can essentially because both the endings exist which is the beauty of all the endings you can choose to, to end it to I, you want. I want the bleak ending just because it opens up Evil Dead 4 yeah. post-apocalyptic London yeah, like in that, in that, which never happened in Poison Ivy although there are talk oh, there is talk that there might be an Evil Dead 4 
Especially but, now that Ash first. I mean, the was that talk after the TV show done well? Uh, I think it's still ongoing, but it's that way that it's complete rumours, so who yeah. knows? Well, I say that the TV show done well, it's one season that's ready for the second season, but it's only airing on this Stars channel, yeah. uh, which I don't know if that's an online channel or if it's an American channel. I, I don't know how to get it. I don't, uh, I'm not uh, one with the... Uh, the video piracy anymore, it's, so I don't. It's I'm on. Going to download it, it is definitely on something on Sky, but I don't know what it is. But Mary Brown downloaded it somewhere. I'll see if I can move it. Maybe yeah. I missed it. Mary Brown downloaded it off like Hulu or some nah. shit like that. Can we get Hulu? I've seen people keep like talking about it all the time, but I don't know if that's something we can get. He's like a wee computer genius, yeah. so he can get in. It's like I don't know if that's like another subscription thing you need to join in. There's like another thing like Amazon Prime. Yeah. Like, oh, Netflix is enough for me. Just put it on Netflix, everybody, and just deal with it. I mean, they're the biggest. <laughs> they're the biggest guys that they're just. Mm-hmm. The king. So, <laughs> Army of Darkness, because I think it's my, I'm going to give it a nine. I just, I don't know, I, I watched it at a point in my life where I just thought it was stupid and fun, and because Ash was such a cult character, I just, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's one that I never really go back to on its own. I mean, I might go back and watch it now that I've watched the other couple like just recently, but I'm going to give it a seven. A seven? A seven medieval skeletons out of 10 <laughs> your rating systems even went I know shit. I've lost funny things out of them I don't even know uh, what I'm even rating things uh, in anymore uh, and then from then we went to 2013 where the Evil Dead remake which is just called Evil, Evil Dead. Dead I'll get your opinion first I think it's shit you are a fucking dick <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Right, no, right, well, when I say it's shite, right, I watched it the first time, I think I watched it in the cinema, I didn't particularly like it the first time around. I got it on DVD and I watched it again and I thought, it's actually not that bad. And then I watched it last night for this podcast and I thought, do you know what? I do have a lot of issues with it. Do you want, me, do you want me to tell you all my issues? No, no I don't know what you fuck off. The thing that I don't like about it, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I don't like is obviously they don't, Ash isn't in it. Mm-hmm. Ash is the kind of anti-hero through the whole mm-hmm. thing. You shouldn't like him, but he's just too fucking good. Mm-hmm. And he's not in it. He should be... Evil Dead is nothing without Ash. Yeah. But C is just like a, a gory horror film. Like obviously, all the remakes, Friday the 13th get remade, Nightmare on Elm Street get remade. It was during that period where they had nothing original except doing fucking remakes. I think this was a very original take on a classic right see what that's that's that is my issue with it see if this is just its own movie if they kind of change the, the 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 physics or the science about with the the book of the dead and whatever in this this movie and made it its own standalone demons in the in the cabin in the woods story that'd be fine it'd be it would be a great horror movie because there is some really good scenes in it there's some proper gore yeah. in it there's some scary jumps there's, there's some it is well made it's an enjoyable movie but as an Evil Dead movie, it's not. It is not. It, I feel as if it completely misses the tone, and it misses the tone straight away in the opening scene where they've got where they're trying to lead in the father who's killing a possessed daughter that's supposed to have happened before our main mm-hmm. characters get there, and she's like, and doing it the way the, the demons do, where they kind of try and trick the humans uh, by pretending they're still human. So she's like, "Oh, dad, dad, dad don't kill me. Um, where's mum and all that?" And then he goes to like up close to and says, "You know, this don't don't start this." And then she goes. Because I'm going to swallow your soul, and I'm like, that's not that's not a dead date. The dead date would come back and go, I'm going to swallow your soul. <laughs> like they would but be, you know, do you know what I mean? Like it just this, feels as if the tone was completely missed. Apart from having, they obviously couldn't have such an iconic character in the remake because you'll never top Ash. Mm-hmm. But maybe a lot of this is what Evil Dead would have been if it was made now. Obviously, back then they they couldn't do some of the fucking gore that the remake does. Yeah, because. Back then, that was fucking... That'd be blasphemous. You got home for it. Yeah. Come up with shit like that. Yeah. Whereas now, we can get away with it. It's meant to be over the top. It's meant to be brutal. It's meant to make you wince. And I think it does all that. It does everything the original Evil Dead did to the crowd at that time. Aye, I mean... I think so. I'm, like I say, wi- I'm winning you over here. No, like I say, it's a standalone movie. It definitely wins, and it is playing just now on the screen. And there is, I mean, the the proper good parts of it right now, and it is it is a good good movie. But you, know, I've got a scene at the start, right, and it's it's all about the tone of the delivery of the lines, and it's at the start when uh, they're all getting introduced. So the guy, the brother of the of Mia, 
hey, he brings a girlfriend who doesn't know everybody, and when she's introduced, she gets introduced to a friend and says, oh, the doctor! And then the girl goes, no, the nurse. And she goes, oh, sorry. And <laughs> I watched it, I'm like, it's a different fucking job! I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like nurses aren't good enough to be doctors. It's not like it's like promotion from nurse to doctor. It's a completely different job. We've now finally dug down to the root of Scott's problem here because they slagged his career. It was just not. Nah, it was just there was no need for the delivery. The, the delivery in those lines, whether it was meant to be that way in the original script or it was the bad a, actors. But she's meant to be a bitch. And the, the acting is apart from Mia. The girl that plays yeah, well, Mia. Mia's up and down for me. There are some scenes where I'm like, I don't really know, oh, but really? there's other scenes I'm like, ah, no, she's a, she's actually good. My first thing is, I have to ask you, do you believe she's a junkie? I don't no. believe she's a junkie at all. The junkie thing, right, do you know what? That's that's the only thing that kind of lets it down, is the junkie story is not believable. They, there should be another story as to why she's there, maybe. They've, Although it would be a trope, but she's maybe just out of a bad relationship. Yeah, and they've, they've, tried they've, to, they've tried to, obviously, try to say that for a reason why why people would stay in the cabin when shit's like gone mental because they're calling it her withdrawals yeah. rather than actually some serious which is shit weird going. as well there's, there's some shit she does and they're like oh it's it's just like a panic attack and she, she, it's withdrawals it's not mate she go is. to your priory <laughs> go to your fucking hospital there's, there's like branches coming out of her mouth and all <laughs> that <laughs> no. it's definitely the possession it's definitely a satanic thing see, see at the start like uh there's a couple of things she says really at the start of the movie this is before you kind of get on her side man she's like she's looking and she's like mum would have hated seeing the cabin like this I'm like I should have fucking hated the cabin like that you're a fucking junkie <laughs> she hated seeing her daughter fucking on the smack and then she's like you should have touched anything from that basement I'm like, beat it you know what I mean <laughs> fucking that's what beat I, it see as you said there that she kind of goes up and down I kind of like that at first you think oh I fucking spoil wee bitch you just you just ruin it yeah. For yourself, for everyone. And then she actually becomes a bit of hero. Yeah. And then she goes a bit of shit again. Yeah. And then at the very end, she's the final girl. And you're kind of rooting for her. Yeah. You're rooting for the, the, the fucking possessed junkie. Which is quite quite convincing by well, her. Well, to, to, to by the end of the movie, you forgot she's a junkie because she did never really believe in that part anyway. She's possessed pretty quickly, so we've never really actually seen any withdrawals. It's all possession, really. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's the evil dead. It's the whole thing through. There's no um, heroin... There's just so many good gory scenes and the practical effects are outstanding. Here's one thing, and this isn't a criticism, this is just this is a, a damnation for the actual character that they've written. I read a bunch of things about this movie and it's talking about how it's like the teacher's fault, the guy with the, the long hair and the glasses. And see, so when you watch it, they are right. It is all his fault. Oh, yeah. like, at least Bruce Campbell just switched on a tape recorder and the guy, the guy on the tape recorder said the words. This boy has to really work really fucking hard to get those words. After he cuts yeah. open the book with this bound and barbed wire, he has to go through, there's warnings written, do not read this, do <laughs> not see it, do not hear it. And he goes through and then he has to take etchings of the words off the thing to then read it. But he gets his just deserves. He fucking deserves it too. <laughs> his death is quite brutal. Oh, his oh, name is forever, man. He's just getting, like, Just fucking forever. annihilated. Like, me and Leo had seen it in the cinema, and it was like, oh, he actually, he, he's such a dick, but you then feel bad for him because he's just getting fucking... Properly wild. The bit I liked was when Mia cut, takes a knife up to her tongue and cuts it in two, mm. and then starts trying to winch the other lassie. Yeah. I liked that. Mm. I found that arousing. Yeah, well, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm watching this, right? And to not sound misogynistic in the slightest, is Mia hot? I'm yeah. like, I'm, I, sometimes like some of her, uh, where she looks like her nostrils look really big, and, and it's really terrible to judge somebody. Yeah, she's judging like, someone because that's not the case at all. I'm sure she's a fucking beautiful person and a brilliant person, but like that's subjectively watching it or objectively or whatever it is watching it on the screen. That's what you. That's what you're watching. You're watching no, it. And, I think so. I think. And, and I think yeah. I think I read over the not not a read read. I'm fine. My overriding result is that yeah she's hot but, the, but they're all hot the guys and the girls because it's yeah a, it's true because it's an American, it's an American teen horror teen horror yeah they're, they all, they're all even the ones that, beautiful like, people even the teacher guy who's meant to be the ugly guy it's, he's still a very handsome guy yeah. underneath the glasses but he still fucking gets it and you love it ha 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 right here's a question right you know how when they go into the basement and find all the sacrificed animals and he puts them on a bin bag and then he takes them out and puts them in a the trash can who the fuck is collecting that trash like there's no way to be a truck up that road picking up that that rubbish bin. <laughs> why? Do, why do you point out the fucking weirdest things? I don't know. It's just like, it's just these are the, the, the kind of things that annoy me. Right? Here's the, why? Why is the dog called Grandpa? Did they ever explain that? 
It's just that dog was a puppy once, so it wasn't always an old dog. But maybe their grandpa died and they think they sold one of the dog. Well, that's why they're a fucking bunch of junky bastards. But they kill the dog. Another movie yeah. where the dog dies. Stop bastards. killing dogs, guys. Kill cats. Don't kill cats. If you like cats, I'm sorry. If, you Don't know, some, some cats meet their demise, I won't really be that bothered. I fucking, I woke up yesterday morning and there was this wee Bengal cat that walks through the street on the roof of my car. And I was like, what are you doing? I just scratching it with his sharp nails yeah. in there. But when he was like, oh, there's like fucking 12 for a pound or whatever Bengal cats are worth. And I was like, well, I'm going to grab it and sell it. It's going to off my fucking roof. <laughs> so if you live in Hamilton and you own a Bengal cat, there's a good chance I'm going to sell it. So you better come and get it off the roof of my car. You buy twelve hundred quid for a cat. Alright, what is your cat do? Oh, it goes out at night, it's on its own, walks about on its own. Goes to our house, goes on the road. Like some sort of chooses where it wants to live. Some sort of alley. Cats, man. Alley hussy. I hate cats. Uh, right, uh, this movie breaks my white vest survivor rule. Because she's not wearing a white vest. Because uh, the character that's wearing a white vest uh, is the the nurse. She's wearing a white vest and she does not make it to the end. But every other movie under the white vest survivor rule does happen. Have you looked at other movies? Because I still don't believe that rule. Uh, if I've, there's many movies that I can think of that it happens in. It happens in uh, Wrong Turn. It happens in House of Wax. It happens in uh, fucking Everton Scream. It happens in... Honestly, there's, there's a massive, massive list. Like, every time I watch a movie that's, that the Survivor girls I do th- I do think that's a, guess, I will write down. I do think that's a sexist thing for Hollywood, though. The white, the white vest. Because, obviously, it's a wet t-shirt thing. If mm. you pour water on it. You see through a white t-shirt? Mm. A white t-shirt? Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to see people surviving, you know, I didn't, I didn't look at it as a, as a, as it made them look more athletic or, you know, I, I was looking, I was, I was, I was uh, looking at the, the scenery when about it, where I'm talking to Lon. Yeah, of course. Who also looks fantastic in a white vest, by the way, just putting that in. You're just digging yourself a fucking hole. Massive hole. <laughs> um, the bathroom scene with the needle when the teacher's getting it for the first oh, time I think. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty it's oh. pretty hard to watch man they, he's just like, oh, stabbed the are so, so many fucking times. good like she just totally just like stabs him like a hundred uh, times in the face oh. and then his face starts going all droopy and shit oh it's good mm. uh, right now I've, the, to, be, to be unfair to the movie but for my notes I've pretty much skipped over the, the last kind of part of the movie um, but uh, there's there's some pretty awesome scenes there's in a chainsaw scene when, where it's just rain and blood yeah, the, there's the, the whole nail gun sequence when uh, the the blonde girl's getting like she she uh, meet a uh, uh, electric knife she's uh-huh. cutting her arms off uh, that's well, a nod uh, yeah. back to the original Evil Dead, um she's shooting nail guns about now I can't remember does the nail gun is it a fake nail gun because a nail gun needs to be pressed against something before it will shoot out but Hollywood always likes to just say you could just fire a nail gun like an actual gun which is not the case I don't know if they explain. imagine health and safety for a for a building site if you could just fire a nail gun like that. You need to compress the end. You need to compress the end. You could probably hold it in, I suppose. You could override it. Just put like duct tape. And just hold it. Just press against it. I mean, I suppose you could. But they, they don't ever show you that though. So you just need to take for granted that that's what they've done. But you put that. Some people are just enjoying the movie and no thinking about these stupid. Fucking but they things. should be. Don't let. Don't be dumb to the, wake up and see the things that Hollywood are trying to tell you. And think a movie's rubbish because they don't explain how the guys used the nail gun in a slightly unrealistic way. No, but they should because it can in a really movie end. that people are possessed by demons. Yeah, but it ends. And the nail gun thing is what throws it for yeah, you. Yeah, because they've explained the whole the demons and the, the nail gun thing that just ends your suspension of disbelief. Because then you're like, well, that that's not how that would happen. Really, that's not. I couldn't do that. Same way when he MacGyvers himself up a defibrillator, just be like putting a car battery and some needles and jabs it. Works. How does it work? It does. To Summer two thousand nineteen park. I knew what you you done it or something. You watched somebody do it. The way John's ambulance guy did it, did he? Just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> what I'm like, I'm now just gonna start incorporating bullshit stories into this. <laughs> people might think are real, and it makes it sound far more interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that would be so. Um, oh yeah no, do I know what I've written yeah, I couldn't read it because it was uh, I've, my writing is terrible uh, it says I've written uh, remember and explain how a nail gun works which I, I have done so that's, yeah, uh, so that's covered that congratulations <laughs> tick, tick. <laughs> I don't know I mean what else have I got to say about this film it's not an evil dead film it's a slasher where the killer is a, de- is a, is a demon possessing them throughout the house it is a good slasher gory movie where, the, where it's a demon is the killer but it's not an evil dead film if you want a Netflix and chill it's not on Netflix, but get it 
I think it's a, a highly enjoyable horror film. It's gory. It's yeah. I, I I'm gonna give it an eight. I have because because the tone is all off and because it's just like over the top with blood at the end. It's like raining for the sky. It's just all pointless it's at the fucking end. Brilliant. It's uh, I give it a seven. The only thing that would make it better that scene is if Slayer Raining Blood was played the whole time. <laughs> Not the, even the whole the song, tone, just the, tone the chorus. Would, the, tone, the tone would be back on then if that was the case. I've gave it seven needles to the eye out of ten, but one thing, like in, in this uh, this movie, if you make it to the end of the credits, there's one of those uh, Easter eggs at the end where you get a wee, a wee insight. This one at the end, after the very initial, that is awesome, you're like, but was it? Is it pointless? It literally tells you nothing. It just literally just shows you that that guy was into, like, was part of the producing this movie. Um, have you seen it? No, I can't remember. You've never saw it today. I, I may have, but I can't remember right now. The end when the credits run through and they're all finished, you get a black silhouette, and then you can get some light on her face where Bruce Campbell turns and goes groovy, and that's oh, it. Shit. That's all that happens. I remember that. And then at the time, now looking at it, maybe you think, did they have in mind that uh, the TV show was going to go ahead, or like you said, you had four? There's always was, been. With the, was that to let you know that he's on board for some for more yeah. people dead? He has to be. And Ash, I think Ash, he, Ash did he not his career. produce it? Was he not like producing this movie and Sam Raimi as well? I think they're on producers. When they go down to the cellar uh, and there's a few guys standing there, one of the guys in a hood is apparently Bruce Campbell. Although we watching it, I still didn't see him or see a guy with a hood. So I think mm. whatever website I read was bullshit. a lying bastard. I mean, he's definitely there. That, that scene there is fucking horrid. But they. Big blade cuts through the knee. Right, see, yeah, oh, it is, but see, it's because right it's just now. been playing with no sound on, you can actually see where it just like rubs against the skin. It but doesn't look as if it's only, the sound effect of that scene. Definitely, it's the, the screeching through the, the the skin and bone. You can only see that if you're a fucking dickhead. No, it's the sound <laughs> effect that makes that scene. Definitely, like you take the sound of that movie, that scene, and you can nah, see that still looks. Good. You can see where all the so, practical effects. Anyway, are. Evil Dead. If you've not seen any of them, or if you've only seen one or two. Go and watch them watch all. Them. They're all brilliant. And then watch the, the TV show, which I think is more heavily on the comedy plus the yeah. gore, which is really what it should be. And I, I watched the first of at the start of episode one of the TV show and, and Ash is like total like sleazy charming. Like that's where he is. He's like he is. in between. I think Bruce Campbell put a lot of himself in it. Aye. And it's, Ash um, couldn't be... Nobody else could play Ash because there's so much of Bruce Campbell in that character. Yeah. He's, he's like a parody of himself now, almost the way yeah. his B-movies. Bruce Campbell, he is, he's, he's the B-movie actor. There is no one better. And that's why, when you come to the UK next time, Mr Campbell, you should come and sit on the couch here with us and uh, do a wee interview and we'll watch uh, some of your movies yeah. on the big screen. But Bruce Campbell said it best when he said, there's no budget, like low budget. Yeah. And that made his career. Yeah. We're still talking about him. Absolutely. He's still doing Ash vs. Evil Dead. He's, he was doing Burn Notice, which I never actually watched. Yeah. But uh, He's actually done quite a lot of good movies. If you look at I watched the uh, one, uh, the Sundowners, Sundown, Sundowners or Sundown, The Vampire's Retreat. It was a vampire movie. It might have even yeah. been before or after this one. I can't remember. And it was like a vampire western. It was on the Horror Channel. It was good. Good. Right, really, really enjoyable. Bubble uh, Hotel. Bubble Hotel. Uh, my name is Bruce. Um, I mean, there's there's loads of there's loads of it is all yeah. B movie stuff, but you know. I got one on Blu-ray. It's an old eighties one called Intruder, about like kills in a supermarket, and on the front of it, it's like Bruce Campbell, Sam Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell, and Bruce Campbell's in it for like three minutes. Yeah. And they actually used his name all over the posters. He was the man. Three minutes. That's 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 disappointing because that would put, that's that's a risky marketing strategy because they're obviously like just saying it's low budget, using the biggest name they've got to push it. But then you put it in because that's why you bought it, and you're like, he's not even really in yeah. this movie. That's your the movie itself actually really really enjoyable. But they do it. run the risk of putting people off because that oh fuck, he's not in that. I'm not going to bother that again. Yeah. So Evil Dead. That has been the Evil Dead part with Scott Lee versus Evil. I had a good time. Uh, I had a brilliant time. Have you got any news at all? Um, the only news we've got right now is it's coming out is we just watched the, the new trailer for M. Night Shyamalan's new movie Split um, and it kind of has me and Liam split to be honest with you so look, set, we'll, we'll, we'll post that trailer and you can have a watch at it and uh, tell us what you think I like James McAvoy I like uh, James McAvoy but I'm also on the back foot with mental illness and, and movies, so I need to see it and see how it goes. Because I was I wasn't too happy with how he ended the visit, like how this how his these characters were in the visit. So the uh, visit was good. 
no, the, the movie was good, but I wasn't like the. the I mean, I've, I'm looking at how much research does they do in his actual. I wish you'd get a different anyway. fucking job. <laughs> uh, so, what we're going to do is for the next two weeks, we're going to take a bit of a break. I have a wedding in Italy, which I'm actually just going to reenact the full opening scene of The Godfather. I'm going to play James Can. So, I won't be back for a week and then and Scott's week after that, I'm going into a cabin in the woods in the spittle of Glen Shee which is in the middle of Buttfuck Nowhere and I'm going to recreate the beginning of Evil Dead 2 just with me and Lauren so I really hope there's no spades up there because <laughs> Lauren you're getting your head cut <laughs> clean off so we'll take a wee break we're going to be back uh, the past few weeks I've been moving house we've, we've had a lot on uh, some of the episodes have felt a little bit rushed so we want to take the time to come back bigger better with new surprises and really just just a, a better quality show we don't want to just rush out uh, uh, shows about movies that nobody really cares about we want to take the time to watch them get our opinions on them research our creepy corners and really pretend give... that we're going to analyse them and then just rhyme off yeah, just... good scenes <laughs> like. uh, and we've got another few surprises in store that we'll tease over the next few weeks we think you'll quite like mm-hmm party on Scott party on Liam so uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks keep interacting on the Facebook keep interacting on the Twitter and join us will we leave it there? I should probably tell them where, where to find other things oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> email us at scott and liam versus evil at hotmail.com uh, get us search scott and liam versus evil on Facebook you'll find the group and the page and on Twitter it's at scott and liam versus Peace out. Hail to the king, baby. No.